Lisa J here with another episode of No Pink Spandex, and I am joined by three wonderful gentlemen, one a little sleepy, but three wonderful <laughs> gentlemen, Jer, Spy, and Brandon. Welcome. Hello, hello. Hey. I cannot believe that you would sleep in like that, Spy. That is <laughs> unacceptable. I'm old. I need my beauty sleep. Getting wrinkled. You need to be alert and on time. You need to follow. And prepared. And prepared, yeah. <laughs> Find the material that we're going to discuss. Have an opinion on it. Yes. Please. Form a hot take. <laughs> yeah. Do, do me a favor and be more like me in the future. I'll try. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We are gathered because... A lot of news has happened in the past week. A lot. A lot. We were initially, I'm just going to let y'all know, we were initially going to talk about the Illuminati article that dropped yesterday. We're recording on a Thursday? Yes. We're recording on a Thursday and, and this dropped yesterday. We were, but there's some more research I need to do. There's some more research. I need. I need to, I need to read up some things, contact a few people, yada, yada, yada. And we're, we will have that conversation on the next episode. Today, we're going to be talking about all the toys that dropped literally today. That we already knew about, but they all dropped. And we're going to be discussing the recent interview that our very own Seamus Kelly uh, from Den of Geek did with the executive producer of Power Rangers Dino Fury, Simon Bennett. All that and more coming up, y'all. But first, let's tell the people, tell the people where you guys do your other creative, artistic endeavors that are outside of No Pink Spandex. So go tell the people. Brandon, you start first. Well... I am a part of a group, but actually, I am the leader of the group, uh, Tribunal of the Grid. Okay, Beyonce, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where I have Kelly and Michelle, um, <laughs> aka Lena and Will. <laughs> and basically, we talk about all things Power Rangers, including the actors that played them. Uh, we just ha had a interview with uh, Prince Philip III um, from Dino Charge. That just aired today, so it just went live. So you guys check it out, um, and you can find us on Instagram. But you can also look find our link, link tr.ee forward slash tribunal the grid, where you can find our link to our SoundCloud, our Instagram, our Twitter, and all the rest of our social media. So check us out. Fabulous. All right, Spy. Where can people find you? People can find me and my uh, co-lead vocalist styling. <laughs> 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 on instagram.com slash jonathan augustus and jeremiah where can people find your dulcet tones <laughs> oh, my, oh my dulcet tones okay uh you can find me on all of the social medias at uh captain underscore subpar you can find me on youtube captain subpar's toy reviews a lot of uh nonsense on there posting lots of random things because that's what i do you know i build my toy models i have my fun you just gotta um what you call it the um with the victory bro no yeah. you're supposed to, you're supposed to let her try to figure it out uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> i would have figured it out 
<laughs> but yes, uh, the GoGo Five Lightspeed Rescue one that just came out because they're they're releasing all of those, you know. So it's gonna be good. It's gonna be, be a lot of money. That nice. super train Boy. gonna be pricey. Ooh, I, hey, I right. I, I put the money down for that months ago, so to me, it's free now. It's free. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And people, if you are listening for the first time and you have downloaded this episode, I thank you. If you're streaming this on Spotify, I thank you. If you are, uh, well, what, however you listen to this, I thank you. You can find No Big Spandex on all the socials at No Big Spandex. So we are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. We're all up in there. And I would also like to tell y'all that you could also go to linktr.ee slash nopingspandex where you can find all the links for those things, including a little, uh, little links that'll lead to our next topic, which is all the toys that dropped today. Now, we had gotten spoiled with like pretty much all this stuff. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So now it's just pretty. It's no more pretty pictures, and they we can actually order pre-order things, right? So let's start yeah. with. Let's start with the easiest one. We'll start with this uh, Mighty Morphin Red Ranger helmet. Pass. Oh. <laughs> Wait, where Brandon? Did Brandon die? <laughs> he was just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, so uh, let's get some in, some info here. It's seventy nine ninety nine release date um, August. Actually, all of these release dates are going to be on August first, right? Uh, so and then this uh, the helmet can be found on HasbroPulse.com, and it's pretty much the same kind of mechanisms in terms of wearability, like the the MMPR right Ranger White Ranger helmet that we that is out right now. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on what it looks like? Hi, y'all. I know Jeremiah said pass. Okay. Yeah. Not a, I'm just not a helmet person. <laughs> I would like to be, but I, not for 80 bucks. <laughs> <I'm Yeah. good. laughs> well, I mean, what's your price then? I don't know. I mean, eight bucks. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know what it would take to to get me to actually buy it. But I mean, it looks nice. It's got a nice little stand. Yeah, oh, yeah. little thing for your shelf, but not for me. <laughs> Brandon, I don't know. I, I don't know. For me, I'm just like, I I just see. For me, it's like it's always either Tommy or Jason. <laughs> so it's like, this oh, doesn't oh, really... This is Rocky, like... by the way. It's Rocky. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, Rocky. The yeah. description <laughs> The description says, Jason Lee Scott is the Red Ranger who that's, leads the Mighty Morphin Battery. That's a typo. <laughs> typo. You could have sold it as Rocky's probably during the last team-up when he actually showed up. Yeah. And more. Yeah. This yeah. year is all about the Jason. Yeah, that's, that's clearly <laughs> right. The meteor yeah. has delivered its verdict. It's Jason. <laughs> With his gummy Tyrannosaurus, so. Oh my gosh! For people who don't understand what we're talking about, if Beast Morphers team up, it showed in the UK. Uh, you probably already know what happened if you're listening to this. I'm just saying. Like, I mean, it's a team up, and that's the only spoilers that I don't care that gets out. Like everything else, we'll try to 
calm ourselves but yeah nah b um it's going to be jason uh especially this year and i already <laughs> pre-ordered it I'm not gonna lie did you uh yeah you oh. know i've never i've always liked helmets but they were always so expensive for me to mm-hmm. get even though they're worth it right i'm not saying that they're not worth that they're not worth their price but this is like well i'm not really gonna be wearing it this would be something where you put on a shelf and then you leave it there, right? So, like, 80 bucks? Yeah, sure. Bought it. <laughs> Get it. Yeah, I guess it would make sense if it was just, like, a display piece. Like, I could see that. But yeah. Yeah. I think I would want to wear it, and then I'd be like, well, no, I need the spandex. I need some gloves. I need some boots. <laughs> nah. I need a sword. <laughs> like, I, I, I got too much. Pounds. I got too much <laughs> hair to deal with. Like, I'm not wearing these helmets. I'm good. Oh, my God. So. Just quoting quote Kimberly from the first cringy. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? Not. Okay. Moving right along. Yes, Brandon. Pay attention to the person <laughs> no, that actually saying, matters. Probably when you get a trainee. So, yeah, I, I mean, yes, move. It, it seems as if that it, it's very convenient that Hasbro is like, let's do all the helmets that Bandai already did. So, mm-hmm. let's do. I don't, I don't think Bandai did um a White Ranger, though, right? It was just red and green, right? I feel like it was just red and green. I, I believe it was just red and green. Yeah. So at least they started out a little different, you know. Not- I think, yeah, I think that's another thing that really um, pushes me away from collecting some of this stuff is that it always feels like they're going to do red, green, white, maybe pink, and then just stop on no matter what it is they're making. Or or black, like it's interchangeable. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. but there is no way they're getting to blue and yellow. Just you just no so? way. Uh... I think blue. I would. I would spring for blue. Or yeah, black. I was gonna say it doesn't matter if it's helmets or figure anything until I finally until it's something where I actually see blue and yellow starting to hit the shelf. I don't really even get excited because I'm just like you're just gonna do the same ones you always do, no matter what it is, and I'm I'm, I'm done. Yeah, I am tommied out. Yeah, usually the minorities are the last. Mm-hmm. Or just don't get it at all. Yeah. Right. So. So. But yeah, listen. Um, I I have limited my collection. <laughs> limited. I limited my collection to like I like I never collected the actual toys before, and so like in its in like entirety. And so uh, I said, all right, I'm in it. I'm doing it this time. I'm an adult. I can spend the things. And then I saw the helmets. I'm just like, well, you know, I can you know try that too. And so here we are. Here. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, so yeah, that is again seventy nine ninety nine. So selling on Hasbro Pulse. You can pre order now, and it'll be released August first. All right, let's get so. Let's get to some psychos. How about that? Let's get to some psychos now. Uh, we talked about this before, and then literally as soon as we stopped recording, like all of the things. It like, like the, the toys ended up in Malaysia, and people were like doing their reviews and things. I'm just like, yeah, mother. Mm-hmm. As so, one does. As one Always does. Cool. And then he... by the time we're recording this now, it's like, great, thank you for dropping and releasing actual like pre-order information. 
the day we record. Thank you very much. So we have the five pack that everybody has seen. It is an Amazon exclusive though. Mm-hmm. And it is for $99.99. Who said it's going to be $99.99? This one over here. And just to toot my own horn for a second. So yeah. Uh, Amazon exclusive, you guys. Amazon exclusive. Thoughts? Love it. I'm so happy that pink and yellow are finally here. Yes. We can just yes. get the human one shot. We don't have to stress about it. Uh, oh, the box looks really nice. Great looking yeah. box. Fantastic. Uh, a little uh, underwhelmed by the accessories. Yes. Because it's just, once again, more energy pulsing along with the regular weapons. The only thing in this pack that we didn't really expect or wasn't really anything fancy, just these little energy pulses with the hands from when they like read the minds of the Space Rangers, which, you know, it's fine, but we would have liked a Savage Sword yes. or some data cards. Something, you know, unique and Psycho Ranger-ish as opposed to Energy Blast, which are, I think they said a lot of them are actually just reuse, reuses or repaints of Energy Blast we've already had. So, you know, and then when you factor in that it's, you know, five full-priced figures, and as we've said before, two of them we already own, it's uh, it's not as hyped as I would like to be for this, I'll say. But it's still nice. Still cool pack. Yeah. It I've already pre-ordered. Yep. Mm-hmm. Same. <laughs> I don't I don't even know if I'm even gonna take them out of the box. Like it looks so nice. It and does. Like, it really does. Part of me doesn't, I mean, part of I me doesn't want them. I really don't take mine out of the pack. I mean I don't. I personally don't. But um so I don't have that uh, I don't have that uh struggle <laughs> like uh, like you guys do but um but yeah no it looks it looks very nice and so i already pre-ordered that that business and <laughs> but it's funny how like man out of all three of these right like this got leaked the worst the worst it's already of, out. <laughs> like, yeah, like it was like in stores, like before they like, even announced crap, like in other countries. I'm like, okay, like, okay, thanks. Okay, thanks. So, it, it that is hilarious. Um, and then, like, what's are the are the women's um bodies different? Yes, I can tell yeah. that I can tell the waists are smaller, and I can actually see kind of looks like they have a little bit of a chest definition. As okay. you would say, right? They had a little, a little cleavage. Yeah, <laughs> got some cleave. Okay, a little bit of the cleave. Yep, mm-hmm. so. a little cleave. Which is good. I'm because you know I didn't want the same uh, figure for all of them, and you just do a repaint. You know, because like a lot of people when when um the Bandai ones were coming out, uh, that's what they did. They bought multiple mm-hmm. ones, and so yeah. Give me. But one I would second. say even the. I'm sorry. Give me one oh. second. Give me one second. Sure. by the way i am looking at these pictures and like the second picture psycho blue is absolutely just like checking his junk (laughs) what oh look what he's he's doing he's gotta adjust (laughs) right like (laughs) have you been there (laughs) i mean just absolutely just do a little man spreading and check your junk and 
Like, right in front of Psycho Yellow. Right? Well, I said before, he's cocky because he's like, I know you just paid $20 for me. And you're gonna and you're gonna do it again <laughs> because you because you want these three fools next to me. <laughs> That's messed up. <laughs> he knows what's up. Oh yeah, this other picture you can definitely tell that they the women ha- are different. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I appreciate that. I don't think it was necessary though, because I mean they're not super different on the show. No, not they're super not. Different. But... I mean, it, it's, it's nice fun. to know that they have like a, their own little, oh, you know, hello. hippage and cleave and cleaves. Mm-hmm. Cleaves. So. It's cleaves. Oh, sorry, sorry. I uh, needed to take that call, and uh, that's just why I record late. Okay, so, um, <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, what were you guys discussing? Uh, Psycho Blue checking his junk. <laughs> <laughs> that second picture. Go look at it. Tell me that's not what he's doing. Adjusting. <laughs> he, he's adjusting. Yeah, he, you know? he's adjusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. boy. Oh my gosh. Uh, but um, I guess maybe they didn't include the savage sword because that's more of a galaxy, lost galaxy thing, is it? Except they were able, they were willing to include a psycho ranger with a lost galaxy ranger in well, a two. Yeah, because it was a theme. Mm-hmm. There was a theme it's there. Intertwined. Now that would be a nice pack to put a savage sword in too wouldn't it have been right Uh, but but apparently women don't sell remember ah yes so although trini did sell well like trini she did yeah trini sold well and kimberly i think they're re-releasing they they added more trini in stock i think and then they're going to add more Kimberly in stock. So they, yeah. they need to, piece, I hope. Yeah, they need to do that. They need to take a Kimberly and they need to paint corrector. Because <laughs> there's a lot where the, the torso does not match the limbs. Oh, yeah, this is true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Psychos, I'm, I'm here for the five pack. Not here for spending money again that I didn't have to, but hello. It's a- but yeah, but like you said last time, like now that you've you've done this, you need to give me other team five packs. I would love like, it straight Just up do it in one shot. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people wait. were saying like, oh my gosh, I have to spend a hundred in one shot. Like, oh, that's a lot. Yeah, it's for me. a lot. Of, it is a lot of money for a lot of people, but yeah. it is. But like every wave is is four figures, so it's not that much of a difference. But like you know how it is, right? You don't. Some people, will, there are people who will get all the waves and all the waves when it when it mm-hmm. drops. But then there's some people like, well, I can't wait for that to be on sale, and I can't wait for that to go. You know? And yeah, it does happen. I, I think if it's like if it's a season that you think might not sell well overall, then I would five pack it. You know. Like if it's mm-hmm. a season you haven't really dipped into yet, you know, five why not just five pack it? Mm-hmm. Or maybe or... one that has parts that are similar, like light speed. Like all of those are probably just the same body, the same helmet. It's just like the paint details that would be different. Yeah, yeah, light speed would be a good one for that. Yeah. So yeah, I would do that. Or or you know, you haven't touched uh, turbo yet, you could do that. <laughs> you could do that. You know, just pick one of those seasons that you think might not be a top line seller and, and just five pack it for real. Just do, just do it. Just, just get it over with. So, uh, 
So, <laughs> so Amazon exclusive, you can get it uh, through our link at linktr.ee slash nopinkspandex. And there's a link that says, uh, buy Psycho Rangers 5-pack on Amazon. Just click there. You can just pre-order right there. Look at that. Look at So y'all. handy. Mm-hmm. And lastly, but not leastly, we have Power Rangers Lightning Collection, SPD, Omega Ranger, and a Uniforce Cycle Vehicle available now for pre-order. It is $29.99, and this is another Amazon exclusive. You know, I really like the fact that it's $30. I thought it, they might have tried to bump that up to a 40 Really? Yeah, I mean, because... A cycle, you know, you could see a cycle like this being worth an, a full figure. Well, they'd like, probably no. be like, well, he's a ball of light, so, like, we can... <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Gonna... Save on the likeness. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully, um, I'm looking at this picture, and I'm like, you. hopefully you actually decided to paint the entire morpher. Yeah, I've seen that Ooh, a lot. Yeah, commented. And then the, uh, the stripes on the the chest are a little too thick compared to the actual they uniform. Are are... They yeah, are they thickums. Yeah, they got some thickums, yeah. People, some people were trying to say the gold was off, but I thought the gold looked fine. I think the gold's fine. Yeah. The gold is consistent with what is released, right? <laughs> yeah, it's... like it's it's not butterscotch gold. So, you know, it's fine. Yeah, I, think I don't have a problem with I don't have a problem with that. I the, the, the lines are a little thickums, little thickums, and uh, yeah, yeah. I, but I didn't think he would be able to come off the bike. At first, when I saw like one of really? the first pictures, and I was just like, "Oh, so he's attached to the bike." And then I like clicked clicked some more. I'm like, "Oh, right, great. He can come off the bike. <laughs> so that's great." Yeah, uh, I, I think I think one of the big the biggest telling thing for me about the the lines is the fact that like that badge should not be completely inside the V. Like if it's completely inside the V, your your V is way is way too big there. Mm. <laughs> Especially when you compare it to the to the to the to the line next to it, you know, because it's supposed to be a six. Right. That that line right. on the side is so much smaller than the V. So, but that's an easy fix if they want to if they want to do it, they can fix that pretty quickly. So, hopefully. And, well, or maybe... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, maybe it was a, it was kind of like, I guess, a decision of them trying to, like, fit everything. And also, too, with them having to, like, do the whole torso turn thing. Maybe they had to make it big because of that, maybe? I And just I'm, keep like... the minds on track. Yeah, I'm, like, confused, confused with, like... When it comes to, like, these promotional shots, they did not pose him in the best possible ways to make him look cool right no these are kind of sloppy <laughs> like you have yeah because yeah, i mean everybody knows that when you move the torso pieces you're gonna have everything's not gonna line up but if you you know pose in just the right way it lines up and it looks nice it looks clean right like that's just kind of lazy so well, there's a lot of and things why did that had to in my opinion had to be pushed up in terms of preparation for the drops. <laughs> but, you know, so this is what we get. Yeah, because, like, I mean, it's nice that the little handle on the morpher moves. It looks like it moves. Oh, does it? Oh, I didn't notice. I would assume it does. Cause oh, it the, does. It's yeah. In the up, yeah. Yeah. So that move, that's good. But, again, you have to paint the morpher. You have to paint the little uh, gray, gray dots on the hand for him. 
Right. And then you have to fix the V. But other than that, he looks great. You know, if you make those tiny little tweaks, he'd be a great figure. And I didn't think I would like the unicycle as much as I do. It's it's for me, it's it's let you know, the unicycle is nice. Um, but for me it's less the unicycle and more the idea that they're opening up the idea that we could get more of these. Cause that's what I want, is is I want figures like you know, if a figure has a cool a cool, you know, um vehicle. vehicle yeah, like um I would put Zane with a you know, in a pack like this. That would make sense to me, because he's got a really cool bike slash like you know uh, surfboard deal mm-hmm. so mm. so i would do that but yeah if you're opening up to more vehicles then i'm excited about that concept you know yeah, where's my as we've always said lightning collection rad bug when <laughs> right <laughs> this is true come on true. or a turbo cart i would love oh, it yeah gosh turbo <laughs> cart. Oh, yeah i just uh i, I think that overall they got more right with his figure than wrong yes. i mean yes we'll have to have it in hand and like people have to do the reviews to see like okay well this doesn't blur but like he's a good looking he's a good looking figure good looking guy yeah so 29.99 as i say honestly for me I, I know i am in the minority but i am more excited about this than the psychos i really am oh well, because like, love... we knew everything about the psychos. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> well, and <laughs> everything in this package is new. Everything is. Look at that. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. You are not wrong, my friend. So. Right. And psychos is the same figure five times. So. Yeah. But we connect with their story. Their deep. Oh, their story. deep story. Yes. Yeah. Tell me. All of the deep things that happened to actually Psycho Blue. Uh, the deep story of Psycho Blue is that he was a support system. Uh, he backed up the rest very well and wouldn't be able to pick him out of a lineup if I tried. So mm. that's how much. Chess? Huh? Did you play chess with him? You played the chess board? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, listen, again, like, a lot of people hype these cycles, like, this was the best thing that ever happened, and I'm like, yes, at the time it was cool, right? And they had, like, a, they had an arc that you could follow, and Pink really had a heart on. It was really great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I get it. See, now now I want Psycho Ranger in space chess. I want the actual chess game. Oh, that's that's cute, yeah. That'd be nice. That's up to Renegade. Yes, ah, right. this is true. Synergy. <laughs> Some psycho Synergy. Oh my goodness. So listen, if you want to get these things, all of these things, all of these items, um, you can well, not all of them. Two out of the three. <laughs> now, actually before I move on though, okay, so two out of the three are Amazon exclusives. Okay. My prophecy. And and Amazon exclusive. Now, Amazon has not been very kind to the shipping of our figures. You literally have to order multiples in order to, the chance to not get something damaged, right? But these figures are bigger in terms of the packaging, so maybe there's a chance that they won't F it up. 
Well, they definitely can't bubble wrap the psychos and the helmet. They can't bubble wrap. Don't those. challenge them. They will find a big enough bubble envelope. Like, yep, this will work. Boop boop. I'm unsure how big the box is for for uh, for Omega. So they might be able to jam that in the bubble. But hopefully, if everything releases on August first, you'll get everything shipped together at that'd the same be nice. time. Yeah, yeah, that'd be, that would be nice. That would be nice. So. So this being an Amazon exclusive, there we are seeing more Amazon exclusives now. Right? No, we're not seeing. We're not seeing GameStop exclusives. What's going on? GameStop's Ooh. dying. I told you. I told you many times. GameStop is dying. It's happening. Dead. Death throes. Because the, the what are the? Let me see. We have the Rita and Zed that are still going to come out in August, right? That's it. So that's the GameStop exclusive. And then, uh, do we have any left? Well, everything else, the other ones were Walmart. That's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yes. GameStop is just sitting there going, I'm not dead yet. (laughs) 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 Yes, you are. Wow. Okay. Well, it's a new dawn. It is a new day. So it's. And we're feeling good. Thank you for the only person who would actually know that reference. Um, I feel like that Amazon, this is the only, this is the fear that I have. Like Amazon is such a, it's so big, right? And so now if they're going to start getting more of these exclusives, I'm just like, oh dear. Oh dear. Right. I I, I get it. We're not going to see, we're not going to see, more Walgreen exclusives like that, you know, and then they're going to go turn their Walgreens. Uh, but man, there aren't any other retailers that can, they can be like, all right, we're going to give this to you. Like m- not maybe like, I, I think of like, I think what like entertainment earth, they've had exclusives of theirs own that, but I don't know if it's, that was just um, comic con re- related. I think it was. And and well, we said before Target had pops that were exclusive, mm-hmm. so you could do Target. But I mean, there just aren't that many like major retailers anymore, you know, because all those like the niche shops are all kind of going out of business. Aren't, isn't Toys R Us coming back though? I, I mean, they said they they're trying to, but even then, it wouldn't be as big as it was. It would take a while, mm-hmm. so and it wouldn't be and the same we... type of show. Like Do we store. want to support them when they didn't even give severance to their employees? Yeah, that's mm. You need to stay dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there are definitely places like, you know, Barnes & Noble would do probably do, like, smaller ones. They wouldn't do these big packs because mm-hmm. they don't have, you know, the they don't dedicate a lot of space to toys, but they do have a decent s- selection. So but they like, might do, like, a, a figure here or there. But, I mean... Like Amazon is online only. Like this is, this is not you can't you can't go into a get you can't go into an Amazon store, and be like let me just get that psycho. Yeah. So like are like are we moving into the direction where it sucks to be you? It's online only. You know. I'm, I mean, I think that's definitely the case when it comes to bigger releases. That makes the most sense because, I mean, people just don't want to dedicate a ton, a bunch of shelf space to a five pack of figures if it doesn't sell. 
Mm-hmm. Think about I mean, all that. This all that to be my experience anyway is that it's always going to be more readily available from somewhere online than it is on the store. Because with the store, like you're also at the mercy of do they feel like stocking the shelf today? We don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. I did forget about that. These are bigger items. Isn't that you're just your regular like one figure item that takes up that can you can go you could put a bunch on a peg and call it a day. Like this is like actual shelf space so yeah it, it always depends on the retailer because like the walgreens one works great because if you go into a walgreens you look at their selection a lot of the stuff that they have is exclusives but it's always a figure because they don't have a ton of room for toys but they like to draw people in for that special stuff so there are a lot of singular figure walgreen exclusives in marvel dc pops all that sort of stuff so the zach fits them perfectly but they're not going to take even a two pack because mm-hmm. that just that just eats up a lot of space. And mm-hmm. you can still go out, walk into a lot of Walgreens right now and find Zach easy. So, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. That's that ain't no thing. So, OK. Yeah. When when it was pre-corona, like Zach wasn't even in the stores here. Like they, they just didn't even put them in there. Like we our Walgreens is actually they're Yeah, they're actually more. um more like a bodega <laughs> than, <laughs> than a toy store. So the toys, the toy aisle was teeny tiny, teeny tiny. So, and it, depending on what time of Walgreens you go into, there'll be more uh, preschool toys than like collector mm-hmm. toys. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, you know, listen, I'm learn. I am learning. I'm learning. Yeah, no, it's a good learning day. And what you can learn to do is go to linktr.ee slash nopinkspandex and pick up, pre-order, your Omega from the Amazon. Okay, you can do that. And with the Psycho Rangers, you can do that. And then with the helmet, if you so choose, go to hasbropulse.com and pick yourself up uh, a helmet that you can run around the house and scare people with. Okay, you can do that. (laughs) Go do that. And before we move on to the next topic, though, there was this other picture that popped up on the internet where people in the UK. Oh, okay, wanted, good. I was gonna, I was gonna make you talk about this if you didn't plan on it. Where people popped up pictures, and on the shelf there are the twelve-inch, um, the Mighty Morphin Rangers. Right? It's usually for, it's usually aimed for kids, that sort of thing. And these toys are usually aimed for, uh more overseas sales than the United States, right? So now we saw Red Ranger, fine, right? Pink Ranger, fine. Blue Ranger, fine. Everything's honky-dory. Nothing is wrong. And no minorities. Then... Well... Well, no. And then... Green Ranger, you see him... <laughs> And this looks like a, a bootleg. <laughs> he looks like a bootleg. <laughs> you find it at the flea market somewhere. Right? His body isn't even the same color green as everything else. It's not. And, and the thing is, is that, yes, like, we, we did see the diamonds on his side. Like, that's still a th- thing that happened, even though the shield was bigger. And on the, the shield here, it... It's like, what? You want me to cover your shoulders? That? No. Nah. Yeah, this is just a collar. <laughs> it's, just... it's a dicky. <laughs> oh, no, he's got a dicky. 
it's, it's it's so I mean like and obviously these are like you know bargain basement couple of bucks nonsense toys like because I mean they even have figures this tall MMPR ones that look decent yes like they they make them these are the like we don't even care we've painted on the morpher too it's just whatever foolishness can't even paint the the next white can't even do that no no <laughs> no but these sell well overseas especially in countries that are people don't say first world and second world countries anymore what do they say there's no (laughs) but um there's a better term and sorry i can't think of the better term right now but like especially in your countries that are uh developed and under underdeveloped i guess so Uh, in your in your south america right so like this does well down there right so they 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 would sell like an abundance of these down there and they don't have to be be made as well because they're really for kids that's the kids and they just bop them around and call it a day i was gonna say because at this point the united states of america is an undeveloped country yeah we're not downhill but but the thing that drew my attention more than anything is the uh the packaging the artwork on the packaging <laughs> Because Tommy is it. straight up smirking. I love it. Like he's just like, I got a secret. <laughs> I suck. I'm ready for it to be the new standard. I like the look. I like. I I really like it. <laughs> he's like, because it's like all you know, like the the regular five, right? I in my mind is like, yes, we are serious superheroes. We are here to save the world. And we're here to fight crime and monsters, and we're doing it right. And then here you come, this Icarus-looking mf be like, hey, I'm the evil one. What's up? What's up? Smizing. Hilarious. Hilarious. So, yeah, I like it. I like the artwork. Actually, I really like, I like the packaging. And overall, with the packaging that Hasbro has done, it's been... It's been great, you know, them, them hiring these artists to actually illustrate these properly and it not look like a hot mess. Like, it's cool to mm-hmm. me. You know, it's just, you know, get the get the painting right on the inside. Though. <laughs> inside. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. But yes, like, of course, people, if you haven't seen these pictures, you can you can see everything that we're talking about on on no pink spandex on all our socials uh i've posted pictures to your heart's content to look at interview while you are listening to us probably should have said that beforehand but eh, it's fine i just wonder why they didn't make like beast morphers once right right yeah like make 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 original and then extra crispy new ones yeah I agree. Yeah, I want to say. No, I want to say that there are there were twelve inch versions at Toy Fair that I saw. Yeah, Hmm. I believe so. I believe so. Because they usually do that. They usually do whatever the current season is, and then throw in Mighty Morphin. So I I think so. Don't Hmm. quote me, but I think so. All right. So if we are, if we don't have anything else to add to our toys news, nothing else to add. Nope, um, just that just that ugly dragon dagger. Oh yeah, it was good. Yeah. Oh. So I had, I mean, I had seen this in person at Toy Fair, and I was just like, 
Yeah. <laughs> it's it's, just, it's it's weird because it's like ever because we always and we sit here. I'm and we sorry, talk I don't want to interrupt you, but for those who the the dragon dagger has already been shipped out to certain folks. I think the people I've seen it with they they're out in California, so people have those in hand in California already. It was supposed to be. It'll it'll get it'll get to our houses soon. But at the time of this recording, mm-hmm. I don't got one, and so people have been posting pictures. Okay, continue, Jer. Yeah, because we don't we haven't you know we can't like compare in our hands or anything. But just looking at these pictures, like it's weird because for the most part, everything that we've seen from the new Hasbro has felt like an improvement in a lot of ways, right. especially with the figures. But then we look at this, and you have the original bandai one which is just this nice gold very very nice gold and then you look at this one and this is the straight up hasbro cheddar cheese looking ugly flat yellowish gold like the only thing that i see that is even remotely considered an improvement is like the piping and the at the bottom is actually colored but other than that like it looks like a downgrade at least you know from the outside yeah. I, you know, we have to play with it and see and see every little detail, but just at a glance, like the new one looks more like a toy. It is. Uh, I believe yeah. I watched a video from our buddy Edgar. Uh, his name on there on the Instagram is O T C I L L A C. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for making that hard. And so. It's Callisto backwards. See, I thought it was, but I was like, is that Castillo? That would be something else. Anyway, but um, he he posted a video and comparing the two and saying that the, the lighter version, the lighter version is the lightning version. And, you know, that might be good for actual cosplayers who want to have a dragon dagger and they're willing to, you know, paint out their gold like it's actual gold and then to carry it around uh that would be that would be a better option but you would have to take out the batteries Mm. because oh my gosh you like graze it and then it starts playing all these sounds (laughs) (laughs) oh wow graze a button and it's just like i'm like all right all right bro chill so Mm -hmm. so that's one upside for the cosplayers if you don't want to carry like the legacy one that is nice and whatever, and you know, if you just want to carry around a dragon dagger that you can ding around with, but dang, like, how much was that dragon dagger? Fifty nine ninety nine. I think so. That's a that's a really? lot to ding around with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's just one of those things where it's like I know you want to do it, I know you want to make the money, but unless you're going to improve on it, just move on, move on. Do something different. Yeah. 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 Do like, you know or, not... or just spend your time on making a really good communicator again so that I can, like, get it. <laughs> just... mm-hmm. True. So. so, what are you saying, Brandon? I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're okay. No, I was I was asking, do you know whether or not someone um, swapped the um, the Bandai dagger with the stand for the, lit, for the, um, the Hasbro dagger? They are not that different in size. I think oh, the, okay. the the legacy one is a tad longer, just a, like like literally like a half a half a inch. So like it should it should fit the stand just fine. Got you. Yeah. 
Yeah, because um, I would totally love to see that because this doesn't, yeah. Yeah. This is but, not. But, you know, um, <laughs> it's yeah, not the tea. It's, it's, the lights are cool. It lights <laughs> up. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it can do, I can, I'm sure it can do a lot more than the, than the legacy dagger, but it's just look wise, it's just a little, little underwhelming. Yep. Oh boy. Um, yeah. This, I'm sorry. I I, I want to make this joke, but like I have to like explain the joke, and you would have to see what I'm referring to. So I'm just gonna go there because whatever. We're here. <laughs> um. So so there's this this was in this video that has been playing that has been playing in my head like all this time because I had never seen it. Have you ever seen the video where Smokey Robinson? made a song in like the 90s trying oh to oh my gosh <laughs> yes trying to uh tell the youth about yes. how not to uh be part of a gang mm-hmm. and drink that liquor no no so no i can't okay so this is okay so so that it's a song that he made and all I just keep thinking in my head is just like when the legacy folks are making this and they're like smoking that smoke <laughs> doing that dope <laughs> 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 gang bang and I'm like I just think I can't well yeah that doesn't fit but but yeah no that's literally the song you need to google it it's it it's will awful. not leave your head um so yeah like I'm just like you spent your money to do focus on lights and sounds, but not the look of it. So I don't know if I don't know if it's a trade off that I am willing to say that it was a good trade off, but I want to get it in my hands again uh, and really see for myself. So uh, yeah, but yeah, the yeah you could still get that dragon dagger in it. That ain't sold out, Joe. That's on. <laughs> I think that's on Hasbro Pulse. You can get that. It's... Picture came out. Now they're already getting returned before they get shipped. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness gracious! So, uh, before we move on to our next topic, right? I know I've been talking about the Amazons all throughout this toy episode. Well, I'm gonna talk about it again, okay? Even though you know the, the overlords that you know that sometimes you don't want to answer to. However. They have been very helpful to me during this Rona. <laughs> so I can't lie. It's been very helpful as I've been home, as I have been working from home and have to rely on a lot of deliveries. I've been using Amazon and we are Amazon associates. Okay. I have to say that we are Amazon associates. Okay. Uh, we are not affiliates because there's terminology that you can't use, blah, 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 even though that their link says it's affiliate, but whatever. Is that right? Yeah, mm. yeah, it's a, it's a thing. So I want to be correct to say that we are associates, and we have an associate link nop.ink slash Amazon that you can bookmark, and almost anything that you buy, a little change comes back to us and supports Snoopy Spandex. And I would like to thank the people who have done so this far. I have seen the uptick. I thank you. I thank you. Let's keep it going upward. Love it. And especially pre-ordering all these things and not returning them. Don't return them. It'd be great if you don't return them. That'd be awesome. (laughs) (laughs) 
but look, I get it. I get it. Sometimes Amazon does jack up your shipping and 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 does ding your stuff. So I will be the first to say, even though we I'm gonna we associate right. I'm going to say, listen, do what you got to do in order to make sure that you get the right items and they're not jacked. Okay? Cool. Amazon associate link is nop.ink slash Amazon. Bookmark it today. I thank you. You want to support this black person. That's right. Support her. Ain't nobody got time for supporting your regular other folk. Come on. Support Black lives, yeah. See, I did a two in one. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I think that was yeah, that was it. That was it. I want to bring up Let's move on to our main topic here. Okay, now, like I said, our good friend Seamus Kelly of Dead of Geek did an interview with Simon Bennett, executive producer, showrunner. Okay, let me just say that again. Showrunner of Power Rangers Dino Fury. Right. Now, when this dropped, people were just like there were so there were there were so many questions in terms of certain terminology, certain phrases that Mr. Bennett made. And I will get to that. But let's let's start out let's start from the very beginning, a very good place to start. We have here that that one of the main things that Seamus asked was, so, uh, like, so how you got the gig? <laughs> how you got here? And he mentioned that, like, he was just like, you know, I didn't make the decision. They just picked me, and I'm a director, and, you know, I've worked on some other shows, and, um, you know, theater, and theater, and... And, you know, as a director, you have very limited, limited control of the episode and how it evolves and what have you, right? As a TV director, I want to say TV director, you have very limited control, okay? I think one of the things that was actually, um, I'm going to quote one of these, uh, you are, quote, you are given the scripts, you have two weeks to shoot them and to bring them into some sort of reality, then you walk away again because... The post-production, which is a, which is long on a show like Power Rangers, is in the hands of the executive producer. Directing is a lot of fun, and I love it, but it's only a small part of the process making a show like Power Rangers. So I'm kind of a polite megalomaniac in a way. The opportunity to have involvement with all aspects of the show, from writing through the final visual effects and sound mix, was too good to pass up. So I just want to... Between this episode and next episode, it's going to be a lot of reminding and or re-educating the audience as to what actually goes down and what are the roles on a television show, right? So the director, normally when we think director, normally we think, oh, okay, they are the visionary. They are the ones that control everything and whatever. But in television, that's different. That's movies and television are different okay the showrunner is the one who is has the hand on the pulse of what is going on with the show and how they want to frame the show and how they want to bring that vision to life the director the tv director 
you you just you you know you get you get the script you work the script you work with the actors you do the thing and then you bounce you know what i'm saying so i wanted to point that out because it <laughs> it's just it is i have to remind myself too that i am older right and so we do have newer fans coming in and they might they might not know a lot of these things in terms of how different roles in television work right and how that is different from movies so mm-hmm. Anything, anybody want to mention anything before I move on? I was going to say, weren't there episodes of Turbo that were directed by Polly? Yeah. Like, like that people don't sit here and think that, oh my gosh, Turbo was Polly's vision. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you come in, you direct a couple episodes, you bounce. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, Turbo. He and, did some um, episodes with Alien Rangers he too. Did, right. Exactly. I was about to say, he did Alien Rangers. Yeah. So... And and he and he worked with children like that is a that is a special skill. Okay, so (laughs) special skill. So, yeah, like I I think a lot of people, maybe not the majority, but there there are a few who might get a little confused. And so let's just delineate that right now. Right. Okay. cool. So. Another part that Simon brought up. Is. Oh, and, and this is, I think this is more about um, how the directing portion. Uh, let me see. Uh, quote, one of the things I love about Power Rangers is the challenges that every script throws out. Uh, quote again. How can I possibly make this work is one of the questions. You're given the scripts. You have eight days to prep. When you first read the scripts on day one of prep, you go, oh, my goodness. How on earth are we going to achieve that? <laughs> So I just I just love his candidness. And that's the other thing, too, throughout this episode. Wow, sorry. So many reviews (laughs) of Beast Morphers. I edited so many episodes between today and like last week. It's not even funny. But (laughs) this uh, interview, like I was there were some answers. I'm just like, oh, he he actually answered the question. (laughs) I I was just like, like this show didn't start and you're answering questions candidly like this is crazy so that's that's one of the things that i enjoyed about this um so then we get to the get to the where the people wanted to know okay right about the chip lynn mr judd chip lynn and his involvement currently with dino fury if there was one Mm -hmm. and to to paraphrase i won't read all of it is that that he simon and chip had been working on the show since last year developing the new season of dino fury and chip had had been before um corona chip had been flying back and forth between the states and new zealand to do to to pre-production on the show right so then i'll quote this one quote once we go into production on the next season chip will be based in in the states and i will be based in new zealand running the production running the show chip will still be working on the show and he and i are both continuing to work closely with the writers on the scripts we're we're well into writing the new season in fact we pretty much started Pretty much as soon as sh- pretty we've pretty wow weeding is comprehend oh I can't read today oh boy oh, oh boy burp, 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 oh, burp, ship's burp, going down burp. 
we started pretty much as soon as oh my gosh okay do you want somebody else to take this over? is hard <laughs> we started pretty much as soon as shooting finished on beast morphers way Yay. back last may we began developing the new season yes you can clap for that because that was hard <laughs> This is why Spy and I read the sides. <laughs> You're not wrong. So, <laughs> so a lot of people were like, wait a minute. They've been working on Dino Fury since since last year. Since, like, Beast Morphers stopped filming. They were just like, and Dino Fury, and go. A lot of people got hung up on that. I'm just like, so I mean, it's going to be hot. Why it's going to be good. Like, but why, I mean, like, you thought, like, they just, like, took a, took a vacation and then like I, I mean I guess that wasn't a surprise to me I mean well, yeah that's kind of how it goes well, right like it doesn't I stop it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of effort going into the script so I wouldn't imagine that <laughs> right, it's I gonna take gonna two years that. thank to... you I was gonna say that sometimes like, you just need to take a script from a couple years ago and photocopy it and... are you sure it's not like pulled out of your rear end the day of shooting <laughs> Right, like the week of. Here's here's first draft. Oh, we don't have time. Let's go ahead and shoot it. Let's mm. go. Mm. Okay, so to be fair, to be fair, I the I'm trying to use my words carefully. Use my <laughs> words carefully. <laughs> it was a while ago that I posted Austin St. John saying that Chip was ready to bounce, right? So, going from that, that Chip was like, I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm good. I'm done. Right? Here's my theory. Here's my theory. Because now people might be wondering, like, okay, well, is Chip still going to be an EP? But he's, but he's, he's going to, he's working on production from the States. Like, what's, like, well, I, and love y'all, again, have to clarify. One person's like, okay, so is he going to be running production from the States? Like, is he going to be, um, using composers and working with that? I'm like, no, ma'am. No, sir. No. <laughs> That's not what's going to happen. Now, again, I mean, anything can happen. Let's just be real. But from what Austin said, that Chip told him, that he was like, I'm out of here. I'm bouncing. This is what I believe. I believe that Chip gave notice to the powers that be, saying, listen, this is my last season. Mwan go home. Okay? Me tired. So... He was giving his last hurrahs, whoop-ti-woo. Sure, I will help you look for the next person that could, you know, fill my shoes. Cool, that's fine. Then, they were just like, but I mean, before you go, right? Like, like you see Chip carrying his boxes out, you know, saying goodbye (laughs) to the people in the cubicles, all right. You know, making his last rounds, and he has his loot box, and then has her like before you go. Can you just? I mean, we just need just just a little help. You know, just help out Simon because you know he's new to the. He might not be new to the Power Ranger thing. You know, he's directed, but in terms of show running, the Power Ranger thing—it's a whole new ball game. Maybe you can just just a little help. 
And then Chip's like, all right, I'll, you know, I can help out a brother. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll help him out. And then, like, month two, month three, month four, it's like, okay, so you you going to still pay me for this, though? Like, like am I still, like, because I'm going home. And, he's he's and, edging his chair closer to the door. Just and he's like, edge, really? Like, like, what's up? And, and, and Hazel's like, yeah, I mean, like, we're here to hear, right? And and then, like, because, like, while he's flying back and forth, he was like, okay, cool, I'll fly back and forth, cool, 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 but, like, I, I got, then I gotta go home, and then Corona happened, and then they're like, okay, Chip, can you, like, can you, can you just, like, stay on? <laughs> we just, we just need you to stay on for this last season. You can work from home. It's fine. You know, we're in this pandemic all together. Let's just work together, please. Can you just work, you know, just, can you, please, can you, that's what I. That's my theory. Uh, they okie doked him, huh? That's my theory. No, it makes sense. I buy that. You know, so, so in terms of, like, do you think that he'll still get an EP title? Yeah, sure. Yeah, just like they um, they have so many, please, they have so many EPs on there. You know, what I mean? <laughs> like they have so many. President yeah, of Hasbro, yeah. like you know, everybody. You get an EP and you get an EP, so. I assume I'm an EP of NPS, right? So, yeah, I think that Chip <laughs> really wanted to <laughs> leave, to but credits. then. Right? And starring me. <laughs> Going to keep it pushing. So I really think that he wanted to bounce and he was a, there was going to be a finite time where he was about to bounce. Then Corona happened. Then Hasbro was like, bruh, bruh, just get us, just get us through, just get us through Dino Fury. Just get us through. You could, you could work from home. Just get us through and call it a day. Because honestly, like, um, Chip had been writing less, well, be, uh, let me rephrase. He had been credited less and less for writing episodes in Beast Morphers. Like, it, it, it was a thing that we saw, right? He came in, he popped his head in, in terms of his name popped up on certain episodes. But, you know, for the most part, like, you saw his name less and less in terms of writing. So, I'm just saying, you guys. I'm just saying. Chip be on his way. He's like, eh, nah. This is really it, guys. <laughs> I'm really gonna go. <laughs> Like, how many times are you going to play Closing Time? Like, so, Chip's like, all right, this is my life. All right, let me leave. So, but he getting paid, so yeah. Right. Let the man go, please. <laughs> For all of our sakes. Oh, goodness gracious. Um, Any comments on that before I move on to the latter portions? No, I'm I'm with you on your theory. Fabulous. So then we get to another part of the meat and potatoes about the demographic. Oh, fans always love this. So the demographic being two to six year olds. Now, you guys, okay, you guys, and just in general, like, Simon says a whole bunch of things in here. It, I mean, you know, we I, paraphrase as we talk amongst ourselves, but but the 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 notion, the question is, the question is, the this show 
currently being written for children, but then also catering to the quote-unquote super fans, according to Simon, right? And how to balance that and how to how to walk that tightrope, if you will. So, thoughts. Thoughts. Don't know why y'all jump at once. Has has the target demographic gone down to two to six? See, that's what a lot of people are like, wait a minute, it's two to six now? Because I always thought it was three to eight. I it's not really s- that much of a difference. It's not, but I mean, eight I, I was going to say, when I was a kid, I thought the cutoff was like closer to 10. I mean, there were ten-year-olds that did watch it. Uh, but just, me. Uh, I was gonna say the show when the show premiered, I was uh, <clears throat> nine. So, no, we were. Right? Yeah, ninety-three. Math. No, we were not nine. Wait, four and seven. No, four and three is seven, bro. No, no, I'm, 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 I, no, math, math is hard, 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 okay, so fine. reading. (laughs) Reading. (laughs) Several arithmetic. Um, okay. You go to Angel Grove Remedial High right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a long day, bro. (laughs) Leave me alone. Um, so, okay, yes, we were nine. Yes, we were nine. Um, so, Yeah. It seemed well. I think that the demographic overall was broader back then, in all aspects, right? Like it wasn't just mainly boys. It wasn't just zygotes. You know, like it. It was broader. It was broader. It was so. That's why it was such a hit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. So yeah. Oh come on, you guys! I, yeah, I have I mean, all the talkie talkies on the, want... inf- on the on on the on the chats. <laughs> I just don't know if I want the loyalty rewards anymore. <laughs> like I don't need. <laughs> I don't you don't want the points to come back. You don't want to try to gain the points. <laughs> I don't want them. I don't want to redeem my rebate. I'm good. <laughs> like I don't care to see like a vault of all these random weapons from the past and with no explanation showing up. There was an explanation. They was jacked them. They jacked them from other seasons and we have no idea how they got there simple explanation for that no um the thing i've always said is that when it comes to like target demographic is that there are a lot of kids shows out there and they have varying target demographics you know two to six three to eight whatever you want to say they're all typically catered for you know kids 10 and younger overall and good writers can create scripts that relate on multiple levels so that it absolutely, everything in that episode comes off great to the target demographic, but you can read into it on deeper levels. You can see extra layers to it that you might not see initially that are for older fans. Even even there's simpler shows where like, I mean, take The Simpsons even. Like when we were kids, we laughed at that show. We thought it was hilarious. But there were jokes we did not get. Straight up, we right. did not get. <laughs> and then we watched them when we were older, and we appreciated the episode for a completely different reason. There are even other kids' shows, like animated shows, like when we were kids, like uh, Tiny Toons and Animaniacs, mm-hmm. shows like that, 
where we thought those were hilarious, but there were jokes that we missed. We just did not get them. We did not have the frame of reference and we were able to enjoy them again later on a different level. And I don't see any reason why Power Rangers cannot be that same sort of show. So yes, there's always the target demographic. Like it's no different when we were talking about the toys earlier, like those jank toys, like those jank toys, you know, they stay in the box for four year four and up, like because they're for them. But then there's also toys stuff for us. For us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you can always relate on different levels. Like you should never let your demographic limit you in any way. Like you if if you are a good good competent writer, you can create something that will work on multiple levels. And we have seen Power Rangers do that plenty of times in the past. Even original seasons, like there are episodes that I loved as a kid and ones that I didn't like as much. And then as I got older, I kind of flipped on them because I found something different in them that I didn't notice when I was younger. So it's okay to approach it from a very broad spectrum. And it's also okay when you see people that work on the show, you know, talk about the target demographic to not immediately like raise your hackles and be like, oh no, you know, like it's it does they're they're that's that is who they are catering to first and foremost but you can also hold them more accountable to say like you can do more beyond that so don't overreact but also don't give them a pass in that sense is what i'm trying to say and how much is it if it, is it the writers themselves like you know there's a lot of things that they don't have control over yes so it's this whole thing of like they might write something that's like oh wow I think this is insightful and whatever and then you get the notes of like take that out take this out what does that mean don't need this what are you talking about mm-hmm. here needs more farts blah 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 so I don't know <laughs> you know there were there were very the 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 number of farts in Beast Morphers was dramatically reduced to the number of farts in Ninja Steel this <laughs> is true that was good many fewer farts. Um, yeah, and you're right, because there are some, because, like, we've heard before that, like, the show nowadays, they're very much, like, we want it to be super episodic. You know, we don't want these big, you know, we don't want stuff that that spends all its time flowing from episode to episode. Because, yes, we want to be able to just show any episode anytime and it's fine. So it does become a little more difficult. There are, again, there are definitely lots of shows out there that do that where what happens in this episode is very much this episode, but there are other things in the background that can pay off later. And I do think Beast Morphers got better at that. Like, they got much better at being like, these are all individual episodes, but there is stuff that will pay off later. And that's the type of stuff that we like to see, where it feels like it's still talking to us as the older fans, because we remember, you know, the little things from episode to episode. I think one of the things that was in the in the interviews like they had to sneak in serialization i'm just like yeah sneak sneak yeah there's a way and and there is a there is a talent and there's a way that you can serialize something that doesn't feel like it's it's um it's dependent upon a cliffhanger right you can, mm-hmm. you can serialize something. You can put nuggets. And yes, Beast Morphers, there are times where they did that very well, right? But like yeah. there are times you can just you can just put that in. Just just drop it in and so that you're not just 
dealing with like where did this come from that this character wanted to do all of a sudden that we never wanted never knew that this character wanted to do so yeah i mean personally i actually prefer it when the when those nuggets or the the plot threads that keep going aren't like so lynched on going from one episode to the next you know Mm -hmm. like that's not like a linchpin there because i feel like especially nowadays we're so used to because of like netflix where it's like they make shows shows that are specifically for netflix they make them with the intention that you're binging them so they have no problem having every single episode be a cliffhanger you know stuff like that where it's like you can't pick any one episode and just watch it by itself because it really is just this big movie. Um, and since we're moving so much in that direction, a lot of people tend to expect that. And and I don't want that for my Power Rangers. Like, I like it being more individual episodes. Mixed. But at, I like a mix. But, yeah. But at the same time, like, I want it so it's like you could watch any episode by itself. But at the same time, there is stuff in each episode that does lead to stuff in later episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, I like... I like it where it's not all-encompassing, but it's still there. I don't mind the episodes being like um, being episodic. I don't, I don't, I don't mind that. But as long as they go somewhere, like we've seen in previous seasons in, in a certain area that era that I would prefer not to name, where episodes were just basically standalone and pretty much nothing happened for an entire forty episodes. Um, so it's refreshing to know that they're trying to, like, sneak in ways to make it more like, yeah, you know, we're trying to connect some things. But for me, it's just kind of like, okay, that's fine. But also, too, I I really do need to feel like the powers that be or whomever who's making the decisions really need to trust their audience. Um, because kids are smart. Like, kids are smart enough to... I, I don't know whether they don't think that kids are smart enough to, like, recognize, like, okay, this 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 is connected to this, or, you know, this is because of this, this happened because of this. Like, I don't know whether they don't believe that they're smart enough for that or what, but, like, it's okay to actually push the story along. It's okay to tell a story. Like, it's 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 okay. So, I mean, they, they did do that for Beast Morphers, which I'm happy for. But as far as, like, going forward, I would like to see that a lot more. That, and that would tell the... That would actually make good for a better season than just random standalone episodes like we've been getting for past well, seasons. Well, let me remind everyone. Okay, another quote from Bennett. Quote, in terms of what I intend to bring to the show, you know, there are a lot of overlords for someone in my position... I don't have carte blanche to be able to say, okay, let's make a sh- this show unique, different, and my vision. That's not the way television works. It's a very collaborative medium. And there are a lot of people who have input into the tone and what the show is. And, I s- and so I certainly wouldn't go into this wanting to reinvent the wheel or rock the boat. More of the same. <laughs> Smoking that smoke. Doing that. <laughs> At least we can go in tempering our expectations. Drinking that So we know what to expect. 
Yeah, a lot of, yeah. I think that... I think that quelling a lot of people's expectations so that he can easily surpass them is a good strategy. It's a good strategy. Well, it's the pole is very strategy. low right now. He can easily hurdle right over it <laughs> if he wants to. <laughs> he can also trip on top of it. Don't don't assume. Well, that too. That too. Look, quote he well not well this is me not quoting so like he hopes to quote come up with an exciting world a bunch of compelling characters a whole lot of episodes that, that keep people hooked and on the edge of their seat and some surprises and twists and turns along the way this mm. time it's gonna be the blue ranger who can't find his dad exciting <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that for me, in terms of having an executive producer give uh, an interview before the season starts, well before the season starts, I just think that him saying that is just like, okay, kids and adults, but really uh, the adults that like act like kids. So like talking to you. <laughs> Uh, I am not the overlord of all overlords in this situation. I am but one voice. I do have to take direction from multiple sources. And from there, I have to form and shape the show as they, they being my Simon's overlord see fit because they write the checks. <laughs> so, <laughs> so because and and the reason, especially for him, is because he knew to the, he knew he knew around this and this block, you know. So he's the new kid on town. And the last time we had a new kid in town, it was time and budget issues. And so, and and then the and then the then then Chip had to step in for that. So, yeah, now, <laughs> so the the this now this new kid on the block is like, let me just, just just set my my plate, okay? Like this table still here, it's still here. Rona tried to take it away, but it's still here, and I'm just gonna set my plate. And I'm just going to watch other people set their plates and I'm going to listen to the conversations and I'm just going to just just be a sponge right now. Let me be the sponge. And because that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that he learns what all, from all of this. I mean, especially with like this pandemic and everything is kind of, uh, you know, the, the way in which they work is different, which we'll get to. And all this stuff is happening let him take it in, let him get all the information and how, and the different dynamics and the politics and the this and whatever, let him learn that, right? And so mm -hmm. if he were to stay on after Diner Fury, right, he could, he could flex a little, you know what I'm saying? You gotta, so let's not blow it for Simon Bennett, let him just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, because he can't be guns blazing, be like, yo, what's up? I'm going to change all the things, right? Fortunately, I'm like, it's like, just, just chill, 
let's just weigh this out. <laughs> That's how I read it. That's how I read it, honestly. Another uh, transitional year. It, I mean, it, it is. It really it is. is. Yeah. 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 You know, on on a previous episode, I did mention that it is this transitional period is very similar, very similar to when Ninja Storm moved over here fully to the to um, New Zealand, right? And and while the while the executive producers weren't new to the show, it was um, Doug Sloan and Ann Knapp at the time. I think she's Ann Austin. I forgot which name she uses now, but like they weren't new to the show. Like they've been around the show. They didn't know, know how the show works. But in terms of like, all right, well, he had never been an executive producer of the show before. Like, so this is this is this is new territory for them. Let all right, let's see how we run things. Okay, Ninja Storm, that happened. We we learned some things. We learned some. Uh, we learned some things. Let's improve. Let's improve. Right. But they didn't, they didn't, they didn't go in guns blazing, like, pow, 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 yeah. let me just, Ninja Storm. <laughs> you know? I mean, ahead. Ninja Crazy. Storm was fabulous. Yeah, Ninja Storm was already top tier, so that's it a was. bad example. It was. Spy, can you please help me here? <laughs> <laughs> trying to behave. <laughs> <laughs> but it come was. on, but come on. Spy, yes, please, please. <laughs> it was a crap show that aged beautifully. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you folks and your lies. Seriously delusional. Right? Listen, it got bumped up by default because of yeah. Neo Saban. Let's just it be real. Is, it is the modern day Lightspeed Rescue. <laughs> what is what does that even mean? What does that even mean? Yes, wow. it is. It is. I was so bored with Lightspeed Rescue when it was on, but nowadays wow. I'm like, oh, it's a solid series. You just, you just have all these bad takes. I don't know. Um, no, it's 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 valid. It is so valid. You are so right. Now right? now listen, I'm still a little bored by Lightspeed, not gonna lie. However, however, uh you know, I do appreciate it a little bit more now than I did at the time. Yeah. 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 And it was on. I was like, no, what is this? Right. <laughs> right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need you guys to recognize that both Lightspeed and Storm were already great from the get go. So that'd be nice. Thank okay. you. I but appreciate our, it. But our point is, is that, that this is a time that is similar to, to Ninja Storm. Right, it's a similar. Now we're not dealing with location moves and that sort of thing, but we're dealing with you know changing of the guard, people, you know, folks who are coming through EP for the first time and you know running the show and how that work and be like, okay, cool, 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 cool. All right, this is a thing. All right, cool, cool, cool. Okay, Wild Force, that was a little too serious for you guys. That was a little too dark for you guys. All right, we're gonna punch it up. Punch it up all the way. And then you're like, oh, we did it too much? Too much? Okay. Let's bring it back down. Let's bring it back down with Donald Thunder. Bring it back down. Still have the comedy. Still have the wit. Still have the cool, cool, cool. Great season. And so this is the time where, this is the time where, you know, Dino Fury might be that transitional. I mean, yeah, even though Beast Morphers is the true transitional. But Dino Fury is, you know, we we got some new blood in here. So... 
with some old blood, but yeah. So <laughs> it is. It is. We are. We are still transitioning, my friends. We just, are still transitioning. Come on, you know uh, I'm right, Jeremy. It's okay. You oh, can say no, it. No, I don't. I don't. These are fine. these are lies. This is heresy. What part? I, I will, what I will part of? But no. But what part of my statement was a lie? Where there was a tone from Wild Force to Ninja Storm to Dino Thunder. There was a there was a shift, and literally the executive producer of Ninja Storm went onto the Ranger boards. Uh, interact with people, read everybody's things, and you're like, yep, okay, okay, some of what y'all saying is BS, and y'all don't know how, that, how a TV show works. However, I'm going to note some of these other things. And then made Dino like, Thunder. Uh, I feel like Doug had a very early case of the Rona. He was, uh, Toast, girl, bye. He, he was not uh, in his right mind girl, when he was on the Ranger board. Girl, girl. So I, I just I think it's a I think it's a valid comparison, right? Regardless of whether you what you thought of Ninja Storm and Beast Morphers respectively, regardless, right? Like there are things that needed to be improved with both seasons, and this is part of the time that you can do so. You can do it, you know. However, Dino Fury might not be the Dino Thunder, okay? It might, you know, it might take a, it might take another couple of years to, you know, get up to a season that is like, okay, cool, we could do this. However, do I don't want to have another couple years. Hmm? Well, Ooh. child, we will talk about that <laughs> at the next episode. We will. That's a, that's a teaser right there. Tease. Hello. So. So. So what you're saying is, Dino Fury is going to be. This, well, next year's Ninja Storm. It, I'm saying that it it will be to me. It 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 will. I think it's going to be a little mixture of Ninja Storm, Dino Thunder, because Beast Morphers actually did certain things correct. Right? There were certain things that made it a television show. And now I'm hoping that they go the upward trajectory of improving it and not downward. We don't want down. We want up. We don't want from, what was before Wild Force? Was it Lightspeed? Time Force? Time, time Force. Force. Sorry. Yeah. We don't want yeah, a we Time, don't want time Force. For <laughs> yeah, we don't want Time Force. Who wants that crap? We don't want a Time Force, then a Wild Force. That, that's, we don't want that. Oh, no. No, no, no. No one wants another Wild Force. We don't want that way we want it the opposite way so so yes like dino fury might still be a little transitional because you know chippy be like all right i'm gonna go back home now and you know so like there might be you know there might be some things that might have to still stay the status quo a little bit until simon be like yo all right i'm out here gang gang what's up I run this. What's up? Okay. You know, can flex a little bit, kind of learn the lay of the land a little bit, how to finesse a little bit, how to get what he want a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Well, nothing says new dynamic ideas than a dinosaur theme. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. Yeah. So. But, um, but this production, y'all, like, it, they're, they're, 
Corona could have stopped everything. Could have stopped everything in its tracks, right? Because, uh, and then further down in the article, it said that that production was paused for two months, right? Like they they had they were still working via Zoom and what he said, uh, quote, we were Zooming many many times a day as part of the process. We had to delay production by a couple of months because we didn't know how things were going to proceed. So since New Zealand has a competent government, <laughs> they were able to get their COVID-19 uh, count down to zero. And mm-hmm. then they were able to resume production. Okay. Listen, Jacinda was like, we need some Power Rangers. So we need to stop this COVID foolishness. That was her driving force. Pretty much. <laughs> the world needs this. <laughs> Pretty much. You oh, know? She's so cool. I'm jealous. <sighs> we... It'd be nice to have some of that around I here. Am... <laughs> right. <laughs> Seriously. So jealous of Jacinda. She's awesome. Oh my goodness. So all of that. And then we learned later on after this interview that that New Zealand is going to offer up border exemptions for a few of the productions that are filming down there, including Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. So they are able to, like within the next six months, they are able to get, you know, like family members or whomever, you know, and they still have to, they still have to be quarantined, right? You still have to do your self-quarantine for the 14 days, whatever. You can't just be like, I'm mm-hmm. up in here, right? But they are allowing people to travel for those productions in order to get the productions off the ground. So when in the article, when they were like, um, in terms of the casting, like casting had already been going on over here in the States um, and casting was also going down there in New Zealand, there was a point where it's like, ah, if we can't have nobody coming in our country, then we'll just have to cast everybody new uh, Kiwis, you know what I'm saying? But now it looks like they might be able to open that up because of this border exemption. Hmm. I mean, not that I would mind, you know, a, a full Kiwi cast. I mean, I wouldn't mind it. We've had, wasn't Mixed yeah. Force? Like there was a bunch of Kiwi or a bunch of Australians and a Kiwi or something like that? I thought Ninja Storm was mostly Kiwi, yeah. Yeah, Ninja Storm was pretty much Kiwi, yeah. yeah. So Ninja Storm, Mystic Force, and, and um, yeah. So, I mean, we've had, we've had. Some of them accents were tough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Like, if you just set it in New Zealand, it won't be a problem. Just let them talk. But, you know, it's always got to be in California. And so, yeah, all of that to say that, you know, the in terms of production, according to Simon, he was just like, yeah, things are pretty normal down here. Like, we're, you know, we're just getting back to normal. You know, yes, mm-hmm. there's self-quarantine, but we're fine. Must be nice. Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> Yeah, but they don't have freedom like we do, so. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Joke's on them. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, goodness. But yeah, um, but yeah, uh, anything else that we want to point out in this interview? 
I think there's one more point I want to point out, but I'll, I'll leave it up to the to the panel. Uh, oh, the panel. I'm gonna find it. Let's see. <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert! It's about diversity. That's the last thing oh. I'm gonna bring up. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I was gonna say, I yeah. Was, I thought it was at the end. I was scrolling. Me too. Scrolling. So Brandon, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> sure. Thoughts. Yeah. Because at the end, I'll sum it up. At the end, uh, Seamus asks about diversity, uh, not just in front of the camera, but behind the camera. And then he asks about um, representation of different sexualities and gender fluidity uh, in, uh, for the Power Rangers characters themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, of course, there was a whole lot of smoke and mirrors. we like, wait and see. And yeah, or right. like in terms of behind the camera, there's already a lot of diversity and different ethnicities. And That's the classic non-answer we were expecting. <laughs> and we are very, and New Zealand's a very, quote, New Zealand's a very liberal country and issues like gender fluidity, sexuality, ethnicity, they don't really affect the making of the show. I would say the film industry here is incredibly diverse and open. Mm-hmm. Thought. Well, um, I personally, I, I, well, first of all, I actually love the fact that um, behind the camera and everything is very diverse. Um, I, I, I love that because of the simple fact that that's Where? what we're struggling to get here. Where? No, I'm saying like that's what they, that's what they're saying. No. That's what he's saying. Yeah, like, yeah, but I, but like. Have you looked at one of them behind the scenes photos? Like, where, where's the diversity? Girl, I I have not, so I, I don't know. <laughs> I have not. I'm I mean, just going by. I'm it, just going by the article. It might look the like there are in. Well, I'm going to just little inge- in- injection here. Go and, ahead and inject. You know, there might inject. be some indigenous folk that are working, right? So that is one type of diversity. That's awesome, great, fabulous, yeah. fun, right? Uh, and then there might be a diversity in terms of sexuality and fluid gender fluidity. There might be. I don't know their people's lives, so you know, you know, because you can't just look at it and be like, that looks like a gay. Like I can't. You can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. So. <laughs> So I'll, I'll take your word on that. Um, however, comma, in mm-hmm. terms of diversity behind the camera, that is a show that keeps wanting to say that they're international, but they're really not because it's really, it's really American-based. Where's the diversity in terms of the Americans? <laughs> who work behind the ca- like i mean are there like it it just seems like well you know everybody's everybody's a kiwi so you know we're all diverse already so we're good right cuz there i mean well... cuz there have been some issues in terms of the production of the show and the content of the show where you might be lacking in certain diverse areas and if you had those then they would you would be able we were able to be like ah don't do that don't do that don't do that. Mm. But continue, Brandon. Continue. I see where you're going with that. Aha. Uh-huh. See where you're going. In that regard, then no, they do not have that. <laughs> <laughs> In that regard. However, um, the point I was trying to lead up to um, is the part where it's in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it, I'm two minds on it. I'm two minds. While I want to see that, because I feel like all representation matters, um, at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like, we've seen how it happened before, and look what happened. You example. see what I'm saying? Like, for example, the 2017 movie. I see. With Trini being just not even coming out as like I a know. lesbian or anything. She was just queer. Like, mm-hmm. Didn't have no type of spe- like specificity or anything like that. Just I may be attracted. I may be attracted. I to may them. be a thing, not a thing, and we're not right. even I going to point it out. And like, I may not even like. Yes, this is it, girl. Mm-hmm. Rainbow flag. Yeah, doing it up. None of that. Just I may be. I'm just struggling with this. All of a sudden, fires started burning. People's heads blew up. <laughs> it was just like, oh my god. <laughs> You know, it's like, it's like, come on, like, do do you really not think that these people exist? Like, we're just magical unicorns floating in the air? Like, come on, let's be serious. Um, So I don't really feel like, I mean, while I want it to happen, I just don't feel like the fandom itself is ready for that kind of thing. Mm. I I, I just don't. I, I don't know. And correct me if I'm wrong. I just want it to be a thing where it's not a thing. Like, I don't want it Mm -hmm. to be a thing where, like, we're going to pan the camera slowly, right? And then we're going to dolly in, okay? And then you'll be like, I'm gay. Like, it just, (laughs) you could just be a regular person and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to pick up my girlfriend. You know, we're just going to, we're going Mm -hmm. on a date later. Like, I mean, just like normal people having normal conversation. Right. It, I, I, that's that's the part where I'm just like. Do you th- is, is it like one of those things where you're like you don't think the people behind Power Rangers are mature? I don't know if mature enough is the word or or whatever enough where like it has to be something that is a part of who the character is, but at the same time not something you're putting a spotlight on, right? Like. It's just an aspect of who they are, and it's not, you know, you're, it's not something you're going to ignore because if you ignore it, then then what's the point? But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's not something you're going to be like, oh, look at this, oh, jazz hands, like <laughs> like this is a very special episode of Power right. Rangers. Like, right. I mean, because I, come on. Well, I think right. too, if there were more plans for like sequels for the films, I think it would be nice to have like you plant the seed of that idea in the first movie, and then the next movie, you know, she progresses with her journey or whatever, and that would be fine. Tommy with an eye. Yeah, right. <laughs> they go on dates. <laughs> Come on. I mean that that work. I mean, like just just going by what you were saying, Jerry. Like that, honestly, especially when you see when you showcase characters that aren't your typical like stereotypical idea of what a said person is and and not only you know have that be a part of who they are but have them you know not you know go around throwing up jazz hands that that's fine like like we said just literally have them just be 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 this be the character mm-hmm. that they're being, but they just have another aspect of themselves where they may be queer. 
that's fine. Nobody's asking for anybody to be going around throwing glitter. Nobody's asking for that. <laughs> yeah, no one's asking for a full breakdown of a musical with jazz heads and spirit fingers. Oh, wait, that happened. That already happened. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, Spoiler. Like, my bad. Like, I already broke my like, own rule. What sticks out to me is the fact that it's like, oh, we need to have a video game character that is in love with Betty, so... Here's Don Juan James Davies looking as stereotypical as humanly possible. Like if, right. if you if you're incapable of creating a character that isn't like in your face, you know, like Spanish lover, then how are you going to treat anything else that's important with nuance when it comes to aspects of a character's, you know, ethnicity, gender, sexuality, any of that stuff? And that is why I say I'm of two minds. Because yeah. I'm like, I have a feeling that if they were to do that, that character would be like Tintin Shablam. And I'm just not not here for it. Not here for it. Mm-hmm. I don't I think that the and maybe call me the optimist, I think that the powers that be, the higher ups, are so afraid. Right, that even the note that like they would they would be the ones to dumb it down, be like, eh, can we even if like let's say that was on the table, and they were like, eh, can we take out all this gay stuff? Can we just make it as vanilla as possible? And so that's where that's that's the problem in terms of how many cooks are in this kitchen to bring forth any message of just like a regular person who is just living their life as any part of LGBTQIA+, any part of that, and how to just do that without there being a fanfare. Like, Uh and, you know, like for me, I'll equate this a little bit to, you know, the the black folk, right? Like, Mm-hmm. No, I don't want daishikis and like I don't like I don't I just want I, you know it, it took a minute to get varying degrees of black on the show, which is great. However, you went from you know I love I love me some Zach I do love me some Zach but you went from <laughs> you went from like like you know African looking colored uh, clothes. And then you progressed into not that, and but but you still acknowledge that yes, I'm I'm black, and yes, I we have different things that are different than my friends, but we share a lot of similarities because we're people, and that's what we do, and blah blah blah, right? So how do we veer away from that all the way back in the '90s to now, where you just don't even acknowledge it? You just, mm. it's just not even acknowledged. It's just, it's just like, great, I see a black person. We're not going to acknowledge any cultural anything that has to do with right. that black person at all. How does that even, how do you have a full blown Red Ranger who is the leader? You have a, I was going to say a son, but you have a, a, a father who is the mayor. And there is no dynamic that has to do that is indicatively black. Like, how, 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 how? Like, you don't have to, like, beat your head. We don't have to be beaten over the head with it. But you, 
you you have you you don't normally see this you don't normally see the father with his son except for an rpm who are black you don't normally see it so there is yeah. there's certain things that you could have brought to the table in terms of that being you know nuanced in you know how it is to have a mayor running this country and then he's worried about his son who he thinking lazy like there is so much to be said in there but I get right. it I get it you're you're afraid that like you know in the terms of the machine that we are in like are they even gonna handle it with the the nuance that we want i get it i get it however comma at least try try it's okay like you could just like literally you ignore race so <laughs> you just <laughs> i was sure I was do say, it's like uh it's like ninja steel how they replaced the actor for calvin at the last possible second from a black guy to a guy who's not black and like do you think they actually rewrote anything for no. calvin no, of course not, because you could put anybody in that role. As long as it's a guy, like everything everything works. It's fine. So maybe had a couple more dance uh dance episodes that featured Calvin because the actor was a dancer, right? The uh, the previous actor may not have been a dancer like that. I don't know. Maybe that would be the um, only thing that changed, but nothing right. in terms of race. Well, and and I think the the ultimate point behind this is is kind of what you were talking about at the beginning of this when it comes to the on camera and the off camera. The best way to write a good black character is with a black writer. The best way to write a good gay character is with a gay writer. Like, right. that's just I mean that's how you do it. Like, they're the ones that are going to be able to approach it with the right sort of sensitivity. And not only that. To add to that, if you're going to have a, a person who is not of that race or of that creed or sexuality writing for that character, at least have them in the room mm -hmm. to be like, hey, you know, this person would not say it like that. You know, I, I come from this area. I, I am this. We wouldn't talk like that. You know, something like that to kind of give, give them an idea of like what kind of lane they should go instead of everybody sounding like, hey, I'm... Happy and preppy, and we all sound the same. Yay. <laughs> Happy and preppy. <laughs> ah, we're brothers. We're happy and we're singing <laughs> and we're color. <laughs> Give, Give me a, a high five. five. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I don't know the. I don't know the sexuality. I don't know the gender fluidity of the people behind the scenes. I don't know. That's that's something that you really can't see at face value. And, you know, at times you can't really see race at face value because, you know, somebody can be looking real white and be like, actually, I am mm -hmm. half black and quarter indigenous. And I'm, you know, I don't know. You know, so like even with that, however. The old Monica May story. I fooled you all. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so true it's so true but they have to do better in terms of like you like yes they they oh they do well with casting diverse people it's fine great you're good at that awesome now what utilize them right right just do it it's okay just so it's all right it's all right we won't be you know you're going to get some things wrong, but, like, don't do that one again. Don't do that. Don't do mm. that. Don't do that. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Don't do that. So, uh, I think, I think that was 
pretty much the bulk of it. Bulk of everything. Um, I guess, do, do we have any final words before we bid people farewell? Like, did you, were there any reactions to the interview that you saw online that you, you your ears kind of perked up, you're like, say what now? That you remember? No. No. <laughs> I, 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 the, the, the only, the only general statement I, I say to the fans is the same one I'm probably going to say in the next episode. And that's the old, the idea that when it comes to Power Rangers, fans always seem to have this knee jerk reaction of change. Any sort of change whatsoever is just going to fix everything. You know, like they just, for whatever reason, you know, like Saban buys it back. Oh, it's going to fix everything. Judd's taking over. Oh, it's going to fix everything. Like, you know, Hasbro buys it. Oh, it's going to fix everything. Like, it, it it doesn't work like that. It's a long process with a lot of different people involved. So it's going to take time. Like, like, you need to change the entire culture of this show little by little. So no new executive producer or new owner or new anything is going to magically change this franchise. And people just need to get that in their minds now because we've had a lot of change, especially in recent years. And the overall product I do think has gotten better in the last couple of years, but again, it hasn't been this monumental shift. And I can't think of any one of those big changes that has, you know, dramatically changed the entire fabric of the show overnight. It just doesn't happen. Like that's just not how it works. And people need to, just get that sort of mindset in. 